My Get Up and Go on SAFM. Influential people doing well in their respective fields. This morning we are talking with author and world read aloud day ambassador Lebohanga Masango. She joins us on the line. A very good morning to you. Morning. How are you? Doing very, very well. Thank you so much for being with us. You are also a master's candidate in social anthropology at Wits University. You're an author and uh, you've written an amazing book called Mbumi's Magic Beads. And uh, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to speak to you today. We start the show with asking you, what is your get up and go, the daily routine that gets you up and going every day? Oh, so my get up and go is uh, waking up really early uh, at about like six or so, taking a nice jog, thinking about my day. Um, and then once I've gotten clean and showered, I usually just sit and start my writing, you know. So uh, writing my thesis or editing uh, another piece of writing that I'm working on, looking through emails, and then basically the whole day is basically just dedicated to writing and emails. Uh, And that's basically how my day goes. That's incredible because you are juggling a lot of things at the same time. I mean, I'm reading your your, your biography here and not only are you a full-time master's student, you also are an author, of course. Uh, tell us a bit about um, Bumi's Magic Beads because it's now available in all um, of nine of the South African official languages or nine of the 11 of our official languages. Yeah, so Mpumi's Magic Bees is quite a special um, little book. Um, I started writing it actually while um, my master's thesis wasn't like, you know, when you're writing and you keep writing this really difficult piece of work. And I was just like, you know, I need to write something that's going to make me happy. So in the middle of my master's thesis, I decided I'm just going to go and write a children's book. And so I started the process of doing that. Um, I began as a self-published author. And I started, you know, gathering the different people and resources that I would need to make this book come to fruition. And it's basically about um, these three little girls in Johannesburg. Um, They have this beautiful hair and they're friends, you know, and they go to the school in the inner city and they start feeling like really bored wanting to explore during break and so they start making these wishes to be elsewhere and all of a sudden their wishes actually work out you know and they start going to all of these places in the city like gold reef city and the zoo and the planetarium and i basically just wrote it for children who experienced joburg um, and i wanted to just highlight that it can be a space of joy and that uh, it can be child friendly as well because we speak a lot about how johannesburg is you know dangerous etc but it can also be a place of joy for children and i wanted to show that and in terms of you know how you found the reception to the book when you wrote it i'm sure a lot of parents especially uh, parents of uh, black children were saying that they've been looking for authentic literature that represents uh, black stories and with children you know in the center of uh, the the storyline so that they can encourage you know their own children to know that they too and their stories and their existence is valid Yes, I've definitely had so much of that kind of feedback from parents and it's been really marvelous um, because, you know, they've been showing me, you know, taking pictures of um, 
their children who went and got like hairstyles that are similar to Mpumi uh, with the beads, so braids with beads basically, um, and lots of the, the, the parents showing me videos of their children who love to read and how they read the book as well. Um, and uh, there's been a really marvelous um thing that happened where I actually consulted um, with a school because there's a parent who bought the book um, and because her four-year-old had gotten the the hairstyle with the beads and, you know, unfortunately the school um, wasn't really going to allow it because it wasn't clear in the school rules whether it was allowed or not. And so because um, this book was also founded by me writing my honors work my honors anthropology work was was written about you know um school health, school hair policies um and um the experiences of little black girls and i wrote my reporter on that and so when i told shared this with the mom she was like you know perhaps you can use some of that kind of expertise um to speak to the school and so together her and i to the school um, and I consulted with them in my capacity as an anthropologist um, and they actually have started adopting um, having beads in their hair from this year after you know successful consultation process and this all also started with the book so that's another way in which the book has been able to be like affirming for um, little African girls so I'm, I'm extremely um, warmed by how well it's being received. And with your book, you've also then gone on, you know, to form uh, quite some uh, strategic partnerships, you know, within the world of literature. And you are the World Read Aloud Day Ambassador. Tell us more about that. Yes, we had a World Read Aloud Day uh, very uh, a few weeks ago, actually, uh, when I got together. Nali Bali is basically this wonderful organization. They're a literature organization, and they basically asked me, to be their World Read Aloud ambassador, and this was on February the 1st, and we got together um, at the Santa Library, and a whole lot of people across South Africa basically pledged to read aloud to the children in their lives, because the reason why uh, the Pearls report has shown that, you know, 78% of children in grade 4 in South Africa cannot read for comprehension, those are really terrible statistics, and so organizations like Nalibali try to really encourage this culture of reading, of reading aloud of reading in your mother language, you know, whatever it'll take to get children interested in uh, literature and stories. And so we had this big event at Santon Library on February the 1st, and I read to about 200 children, and Read Aloud Day had the story that was written in all of the official languages, and the entire point was for people to pledge to read this one story uh, on that day. And basically, um, they ended up reaching over like one over one and a half million uh, little readers were read to um, on that day. And I think that's like quite a fantastic achievement. So yeah, Nali Bali is just one of those organizations that are really trying to improve the standards of, of, of reading in our country. I'd like to know from you, what inspires you? Ooh, I'm inspired by many things. Um, so I also write poetry. So I read a lot and I read a lot of poetry. So I absolutely love poetry. Uh, I'm inspired by scholars and academics who are really passionate about the work they do and uh, bringing understanding to the different communities that they're interested in. And so I'm interested in people who are able to take their academic work, you know, whether they be sociologists or anthropologists, and not only have knowledge living in the books they write, but are able to find ways 
ways to bring that kind of knowledge uh, to people. Uh, because, you know, there's, there's this predatory practice among scholars, really, that's always gone on forever, where you basically study among people, you write what you write, and you move on with your life after you get published, and you don't really connect with the community that helps you to create those studies. You don't really go back to let them know what you've written about them. And so I'm trying in my practice to, you know, let people know what it is that I'm writing about them. But also I'm just, yeah, I'm, ex- I'm inspired by knowledge that is changing people's lives in real time. Um, yeah. In terms of your own inspiration, you know, you, you've spoken about you've, you're inspired by, you know, different, uh, you know, inspirations all around you. And in your master's studies and in your writing and all of, you know, the beautiful work that you do, even with um, UNICEF, um, I forgot to mention earlier on that you're also working uh, with UNICEF South Africa as you are an advocate for volunteerism and you are encouraging other young people to give of their time in their com- in, in their local communities. What motivates you every day about um, all of this work that you do what what would you say is, is is motivating you on a deeper level is it to see the country changing and becoming a better place is it coming from your own personal experiences to change it for someone else what would you say is that motivating factor you know I think my motivating factor is just feeling called to a higher purpose and feeling that, you know, I need to constantly find ways to put my humanity to its best use. And so with my love for reading and writing, I'm constantly being pulled in directions where I'm called to see if I can just add a little bit, make the world a little bit better than what I found it through my work, you know. Um, and so that's just something that I take seriously. Mm. So in every project that I do, I'm constantly trying to see, can I leave this world a little bit better than what I found it through my gifts, through my talents, through my blessings. Um, and I'm just constantly trying my best to put my humanity to its best use because you know, what are we for if not to serve each other and help each other? Um, and so I'm constantly trying my best to do that. And in terms of leadership, what does leadership mean to you? Ooh, for me, um, leadership is really just trying to be the best you can be in order to inspire and move others to be the best that they can be as well. Uh, so just basically leading by example for me is the best way of, of thinking about leadership. Thank you so much for, for sharing some of these thoughts. Before we let you go, I've got a few more questions uh, for you. Is there an inspirational quote or message that you live by that you can share with our listeners? An inspirational quote or message well an inspirational quote or a verse or you Ah. know a mantra or something that you know resonates with you that you can share with us that you live by Ah. so there's this um there's this uh poem by lucille clifton and in it it's called what the mirror said and it basically says listen you a wonder you a city of a woman you got a geography of your own. And that keeps me going. You know, that just reminds me that I'm on my own path, on my own journey, on my own race. And so it's important for me to just focus on that person I see in the mirror and constantly trying to do well by her and try to outdo her and only her. 
And that is inspirational because a lot of times we get caught up in competing with others and we forget our own geography. Exactly, exactly. To somebody listening to you right now, Lebohang, and they're inspired by the work that you do and how you found your purpose, how would you encourage such a person? They've been on this journey of discovery and they're not yet there. They're not even looking forward to starting this very day. Well, I would, um, in my fashion, I would definitely recommend a book. Um, I would say find a book by... um, Julia Cameron called The Artist's Way. Um, It's just a really interesting personal exercise book in which she gets you to think about what is it do you what is it that you love? Uh, what is it that you can dedicate your time to and feel really good? Because I think, you know, that is where we start to find our journey and our purpose in the things that we love and the things that bring us joy. And those things that bring us joy are the things that we can then use uh, to, to really amplify our voices in different ways, to really help other people in different ways as well. It all starts with finding the thing that just absolutely makes you happy. And for me, go with that. Always follow the joy. Always follow the joy. It's been an absolute pleasure being with you. Can you share some of your social media handles for our listeners to connect with you? Oh, sure. So on Twitter, I'm, if you find, look for Lebohang Masano with an H, I'm there. Uh, the handle is at Nova Truly, N-O-V-A-T-R-U-L-Y. And on Instagram, I'm Lebohang Masano, one word, Lebohang with an H. Have a fantastic day. Thank you so much for sharing uh, your get up and go with us this morning. It's 13 minutes before 5 o'clock. Stay with us.